I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chuck Barron on the line. He's the Vice President of Professional Services over at Market Logic Software. Uh, Chuck, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Ed. I'm glad to be here. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Market Logic Software as Vice President of Professional Services. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, um, if it's all right, I think I'll start back when I graduated college. So I, I had a um, had a liberal arts degree. I graduated uh, in 1992, and which was not a good time for liberal arts majors to start a career. So um, I had a good time after college, and uh, but you know, but my vision for my future was always about um, a certain kind of lifestyle, and I knew that I had to go back to graduate school to. Um, get on a career path that would get me there. And so I ended up going back for an MBA and uh, finished that in 96, right at the beginning of dot-com era. And so it was a great time to be a new MBA. I met a lot of people working at McKinsey and Company and started getting dot-com fever and left there to join a startup with some folks that I had been recruiting. Ultimately landed at a a startup founded by another McKinsey guy called Field Glass, and joined Field Glass um, before we had any customers, and um, really got kind of lucky that I landed there because I found that um, that kind of environment was really great for me. I kind of thrived in it. I liked the work I was asked to do, so I did it well, um, and it was basically implementing our software, which was a SaaS product in the cloud. Before it was called SaaS. Before it was I was going to say cloud. that is be, that is before SaaS. Yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, it was, 19, it was 2001, and wow. uh, we called it a, a, a web-based app. That's what how I refer to it. But wow. I ended up thriving in that kind of thing. I liked kind of the pressure of being, you know, um, uh, having your work very, being very visible and very impactful, and you know, the corresponding pressure that if you what you did well was 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 broadcast and well-known, but so, mm-hmm. so were mistakes. And I just thrived in that kind of environment, and um, Field Glass was pretty good. And along that time, I learned some valuable lessons that really helped me, and kind of in the spirit of top tips, I think I'll share some. Um, one was that um, I really learned that there's always a bigger perspective. You know, I've always been kind of introspective, and thinking back to when I was younger, and looking back at myself, you know, a few years prior, I realized that I didn't know everything like I thought I did, you know. And I did that a couple of different times throughout the years. And then it occurred to me that in a few years from now, I'm going to look back at myself today and realize I didn't know anything. <laughs> it's funny, but, I mean, it's really true. I actually went through that thought process. And I came to realize that there's always a bigger perspective. There's always things to learn. And when I embraced that, I really, my career accelerated because I learned faster. You know, I have a, a 
strength of my convictions. You know, I believe what I believe, and I have reasons for it, but I, I understand there's bigger perspectives and other things to consider, and so I'm always open to um, making a better decision or taking a different path. And I wouldn't get emotional about, uh, you know, changing course if that was the right thing to do. And that, you know, in my environment, that was a good thing to do, but I think that's a good, you know, tip for anybody, any young person in a career. So that really helped me do well. Kind of the other thing that I kind of uh, embraced was um, just coming to work and putting your head down and doing your job really well. And and I never was one to get engaged in like office politics or gossip or that kind of thing. I just liked what I did and I tried to do it really well and came later on in my career realizing that um, in order to be a success, one of the things that helped me and I gave advice to you know, people reporting up to me was worry about your current job and do your job very well and take advantage of opportunities to broaden your perspectives. And you'll learn faster. And, and, and broaden your perspectives. These opportunities can be anything. It could be collaborating with others on their problems. It could be um, training somebody on something. It could be just joining um, uh, going to an event and listening to a lecture or sitting at a table if your company buys a table at something or, or anything um, so that you can learn from that experience and bring it back to your work, but also other people will be exposed to you too. And if you combine that exposure and learning with doing your job really well, people will think of you when new opportunities are presented. And that's how that's, that's how I accelerated in my career and did really well, and I've seen that work for people over the years who reported to me and taken my advice. So that really helped me. So, that's awesome. Um, I, yeah, thanks, thanks. So FieldQuest was great. It was great for me. And we were a successful company. The product was great. And as we grew, I grew and ended up in a leadership position. And um, ultimately, when we had enough people and I hired kind of a management layer, to uh, uh, for our group, I really found out that I have a special kind of passion and interest in leadership concepts, management routines, kind of, and I really enjoyed kind of creating this vision, impacting the culture of our group, trying to get people to buy into that vision, finding out ways to kind of help them get there while creating a place where great people wanted to work and stay and, and, um, uh, you know, because I had this passion in it of it uh, for it, it I was successful. And Field Glass, you know, I think was a, a, a benefited from my interest in this group, and my group thrived, and it was really great. Ultimately, SAP acquired Field Glass, and um, you know, I continued to get nice promotions and broader responsibilities, and it was great. Um, and a few years ago, 2017, after 28, yeah, around 2017. I started to realize that uh, my interest in where I belong is more in a smaller company where I can have that um, broader influence on the growth, on the um, culture, and shaping kind of a, a big group and leading them through. And so um, in 2018, I took this position at MarketLogic Software, which, was, which is um, just coming out of a startup phase you know, and um, they hire, we're a German company, 
a lot of customers, about 60 or 70 when I joined last summer. Most all of them were implemented and supported out of Berlin, Germany, but many of them, half or so, are here in the U.S. And so part of our strategy is to grow our U.S. presence and grow our services group um, to be closer to our customers and to be prepared for the um, the growth for the company, which, you know, will be all over the globe, but largely in the U.S. And so I was hired to lead our U.S. operations in, our, in the Chicago headquarters, scale our services group, create, you know, create a vision and helping the services around the globe kind of um, scale and, and get there. So that's, that's, that's a, I guess, a five-minute version of my last 25 years, but there you go. So Chuck, um, let's yeah. let's go a little bit. I think it's a good transition. Let's go a little bit deeper into what's going on over at Market Logic Software. So first off, um, you gave you gave us some surface level things. Um, what exactly is Market uh, Logic Software yeah. do? Yeah, yeah, sure. So Market Logic helps um, leading consumer brands to run an insights-driven business. So let, let me explain a little bit. So in the age of the customer, you know, people access tons of unfiltered information which we use every day to make purchase decisions and influence purchase decisions of other people, right? And there's a corresponding um, increasingly enormous volume of data that companies have to deal with and a number of touch points where their customer data can be collected for their businesses. And for, that means for these companies, which everybody kind of knows, that data and analytics are essential to them to synthesize all the information, to influence their customers um, with actions to win their business, right? So mm-hmm. most organizations invest heavily in that, in data and analytics and the research to do all that. Almost three-quarters of companies around the world, research says, aspire to be data-driven companies. But the thing is that very few of them, less than a third of those organizations, really say that they're good at transforming all those learnings and all those insights into meaningful actions. And, and that is what Forrester calls this insights disconnect. So somehow all of the valuable insights aren't making their way into business decisions and business action um, in their innovation pipeline or brand plans or other strategic priorities for any number of different reasons. So, you know, the problem isn't about data and analytics. You know, everyone's convinced about that and investing heavily. The problem is translating those insights into actions, and that's market logic. So market logic provides technology to help the insights organizations at these companies resolve this insights disconnect. So simply put, we're a platform to connect data and tools so none of your valuable investments that companies make in research or data and analytics are overlooked. We enable Agile processes combining artificial intelligence in our product with human intelligence at these companies to generate new insights that they use during strategic decision making, right? So our platform has workforce uh, workflow tools that help our clients learn new insights as they go, use faster approaches to smarter, more impactful decisions. And, um, yeah, so, you know, kind of our tagline, which is the truth, and our customers get really excited about is that, you know, we say our, our customer, the customers who use Market Logic software have the insights brought to them during their normal course of business, whereas companies that do not rely on people to choose 
to go find insights from all this research and data in a very labor-intensive way, in a more expensive way, and guess what? People don't do it, and that's why there's mm-hmm. this big insights disconnect. And so, so Chuck, you know, there's, if, if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. somebody wants um, a little bit more information on market logic and they're listening to this, what's the best way for them to get that info? Yep, I'd say, you know, contact me through LinkedIn. I'm active and happy to connect and network. Um, but you can also learn a lot by going to marketlogicsoftware.com. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Chuck, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background, your tips to success, and also um, all the great work you're doing there over there at Market Logic Software. And to the audience, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Chuck, thanks again for coming on the show. 